0: Welcome to the podcast version of Police Science Doctor, the online resource bridging the gap between research and investigative practice. For police personnel who go the extra mile. For academics who want to connect better with investigative practitioners. On YouTube and on Doctor.com. Hello everyone, this is Suzanne Nicole from Police Science Doctor with your weekly dosage of police science snippets. Now, This is Police Science Snippets number 99. I've been doing this for 99 consecutive weeks without fail. That means next week is number 100. I wonder if there's anyone who's going to send me any gifts or any accolades or any awards or anything like that. Um, I know a lot of you guys are watching these snippets. A lot of you guys are getting them emailed into your straight into your inbox if you are on the Police Science Doctor email list. I send them out every Tuesday with the link to the original research and you can build up yourself a PDF library of all the snippets that have passed through the Police Science Doctor channel. So you can get onto that email list if you're not already there. Just Google Police Science and click to get go into my website and then submit your details into the form that pops up. I don't feel pressured to send me any gifts, though. Um, I was half joking about that. But I th- I do think it's quite a milestone. And I'm glad that you guys appreciate it. I do have um, positive emails following these. And uh, I know that they are useful. And I know that nobody else is doing them. So I'm, I'm glad that I can do that for you. So um, before I forget, I don't actually have... A graphic to show you. But next week, Thursday, the 3rd of November, the European Association of Crime Analysts is launching. So that's a new organization for crime analysts. And I'll try and put the link into the um, into the comments below later on. But you can join the launch for free. Just um, Google European Association of Crime Analysts. You can be there at the free launch. And in fact, membership is free. So if you're working in law enforcement as an analyst or just interested in what they do, Um, in the European area, then just get to that conference or the launch event and you can get yourself into that organization as well. And lots of best practice training and other things are going to be shared that are obviously going to be useful for your profession. So the science snippets for this week, the first one is about the indirect detection of IPV, intimate partner violence or also called domestic abuse. And um, this research found that they could use a scale which they're using during a routine health appointment during pregnancy to detect intimate partner violence. So without asking the victim directly about IPV, they were able to find an association between um, IPV and certain other aspects. So single marital status, thinness of the patient, more than four previous pregnancies, and having trouble with a family member are significantly associated with intimate partner violence so obviously there's um in, especially in some countries there's still a stigma to reporting any domestic abuse and instead of asking especially if you're in, if you're in an area or a country or a culture where this is still very much a taboo and victims do not disclose these are factors that are associated with domestic abuse so hopefully you can offer some support and maybe start some initiate some conversations or at least instill some trust in the um in the patient that you're speaking to The second snippet is about coercive control legislation um, implementation. Um, The operationalization of legislation criminalizing coercive control in intimate or family relationships is being impeded by gaps in officer knowledge and issues with their attitudes as well as resourcing. So in 2015, coercive control um, became an offense. So that is a course of conduct that impacts the victim um, greatly, it can be things like not letting them see their friends, um, preventing them from going out, determining what they're going to do, what they're going to wear. And this can be by the threat of violence, or it can be through other manipulations, such as begging, um, you know, f- making the victim feel guilty when they go out and things like that. So it can be very subtle and can, it can actually be mistaken for uh, roman- romance. And you know, I don't like it when you go out, I'd rather spend every evening with you. Um, so this, this can be quite subtle and it can be very overt. And officers are actually struggling sometimes with this offense. So it has been an offense since 2015, but actually operationally investigating it and prosecuting it is difficult. So this research looked into that. Officers find this particular offense problematic to pursue and investigate, especially if the two parties no longer live together. Also, the threshold for evidencing it is perceived to be very high, meaning officers feel that most victims' cases do not meet the seriousness required to prosecute. Furthermore, gendered views sometimes caused officers to fail to identify coercive control. So they were giving an example in that paper where... A woman was saying that, you know, he's we have coercive sex. And, you know, the officer was asking, Well, what do you mean by coercive sex? Well, he's complaining we don't have enough sex and you know, I, I don't want to, and he keeps he keeps pressuring and he keeps whining and nagging, and also he wants anal sex and I don't want to, and then and then I give in. And the officer, the male officer interpreted this as well. You know, it's quite normal that in a relationship she might be less interested and he's more interested. Rather than spotting there as a course of conduct here where she's saying she doesn't want to. And she gives in to sort of keep the peace, and she gives in to pressure, and that is actually coercive behavior. So the officer failed to recognize that because they had gendered views about what happens with sex drive in relationships. Um, so a very interesting article. The link um, to the original research that I'm reporting on is in is in the email that I send out. And gaming violence and aggressive behavior is the last snippet for this week. When gamers are engaging in justified violence, for example, playing a soldier fighting terrorism, they score higher on later aggression scores than those who played an unjustifiedly violent character, for example, the bad guy, potentially because when you do play the bad guy, you have a certain amount of guilt. Also, those playing the violent game with a higher degree of immersion showed more factors of aggression. So whereas you might think that, okay, if you're playing the good guy in a a violent game, that's, you know, you only going into violence that's justified and you have a right to you fighting the bad guys but actually it's the opposite those who felt justified in being violent in those video games had later had higher aggression scores than those who played the bad the role of the bad guy in the game and also the more immersive a video game a violent video game is the more likely people are to score higher on aggression later on video games are going to become more and more immersive with virtual reality, augmented reality, and um, these kind of factors. So that is some- certainly something that can be very relevant um, and very problematic in the future. So these were the science snippets for this week. Um, again, I hope to see you next week. It's going to be number 100, and it's going to be broadcast around the same time as usual, around 2 p.m. In the afternoon in the uk so if you want to join in live, um you know do come and say hello in the comments introduce yourself do some networking in the comments say what um where where you work and what are you working on and where you're from and if you've got any opinion on these snippets you know feel free to put them into those comments as well the more people actually comment on the live stream the more other people who are online is going to be shown to so let's make it a celebration um, the 100th Police Science Snippet. Um, that would be great. So that will be next Tuesday. the um, I don't know, what's what's the date next Tuesday? It's going to be the 1st of November, actually. So um, that's going to be quite um, a special one, I hope. I guess the snippets are going to be the same as usual, but obviously a significant milestone and something I'm very proud of. So um, thanks for watching. Thanks for being with me on this journey and I'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. I hope you found this content useful. You can get access to each episode's transcript with key learning points, timestamps and references if you get yourself onto my mailing list. Just go to the main website on policesciencedoctor.com and on the bottom of each page you will find a sign-up form for notifications of new content. Just enter your first name, your preferred email address and the type of organisation you work for. You will not get any spam. This is just for me to let you know about new content and for you to get access to all the transcripts.